Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey there, welcome to The Tents. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. So most of today's podcast won't be pretty. It just won't. Well, why is this? Well, it needs to be a bit aggressive, I think, because beating around the bush sometimes is just too subtle. Now, let me preface this. I love constructive criticisms. I love suggestions. I like dialogue and discussions, even disagreements. It's what makes the, you know, what we do here in the hobby so fun. There's no right or wrong way to play with aquariums, right? Just ways that might be more successful, sustainable, or more easily replicable by others. Yet, there's people out there in the hobby who are so mired in their own interpretation of cult-like groupthink that they just can't get out of their own heads. So much dogma and even anger, it's weird. It creates strange personas, fanboys, people who are so in love with the identity that their interpretation gives them that it fuels them to lash out at anyone who does something different. For example, the other day I received an email from some guy who claimed that we are, you know, that what we're pushing here at Tannen is, and I quote, irresponsible, unartistic insult to aquascaping. I think you meant to say an irresponsible, unartistic insult to aquascaping. A sloppy, undisciplined, and poorly thought out version of Nature Aquarium. Okay, fanboy, game on. So it gets a little bit stranger. I mean, the guy took the time to write, so I'll take the time to share it with you. He wanted to further insult our community, that being you, as rubes, look that word up by the way, who are largely misinformed, incompetent nature aquarists. Like, what the fuck is a nature aquarist? I think I know what he meant. Who are exposing their fishes to dangerous, unhealthy conditions by following your ideas and so called techniques to create their aquascapes. The aquascapes part made me laugh because, as we've said, I don't know, a thousand times, it's not just a look we're after here. And, of course, he didn't get that part at all. We're selling the aquatic version of snake oil, I guess. Okay, normally, I don't let this stuff get to me. In fact, I love it because it's good to stir people's souls and move them, good or bad. I enjoy being a bit of an agitator when required. I don't really care about the criticisms because someone has to tell shit like it is, right? And this could be a teaching moment, a chance to once and for all get this idea I'm about to talk to out there, to perhaps start a decent discussion, I suppose, that may be therapeutic to some people, at least it is to me. But this guy, wow, he hit me on all the points that he felt were really important to his cooked up us versus them paranoid freak out. His criticism, in addition to being a window on his insecurities as a person, exposed a deep cancer that lives at the heart of some parts of the hobby. Fear, resentment, groupthink, this my way is the only way thing. The need to choose one side or another. Yikes. Let's discuss this. Okay, first off, for the 10,000th time, I swear, I have no idea why people keep comparing what we do here at Tannen and in the Botanical Style Aquarium movement to Amano's idea of Nature Aquarium. I just don't. I mean, the only thing our ideas have in common, at least on the surface, is that we keep aquariums and we use the word nature or natural a lot to describe the stuff we're into. Or maybe there is more in common, right? Yeah, likely there is. Yet, why the need for some of these people to attack us? It's really weird. How come every time someone, anyone, talks about natural interpretations of wild habitats, someone, 
some or some people out there feel this immediate need to bow to the nature aquarium cult and make sure that they somehow defend its honor as if you know we had some intent to criticize it i can tell you for myself that when i do my work i'm sure as hell not even thinking of nature aquarium in any way good or bad i just do my thing and i doubt most nature aquarium fans are out there thinking about our stuff either yep when i talk about the stuff i do here I'm not even thinking about comparing what we work with to Amano's ideas or anyone else's. They inspire me, though, indirectly. I mean, yeah. Why do people think that anything with perfectly doesn't embrace every idea they talk about in the nature aquarium universe exactly the way they do is somehow an insult or an attack on Amano and his ideas? It's bizarre. The hobby isn't some zero-sum game where you either pledge your undying loyalty to nature aquarium or you're some scumbag trying to attack the body. And that movement is not the center of the universe in the aquarium world, just newsflash, nor was it intended to be. And dogma certainly wasn't supposed to be part of it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Having a different viewpoint on hobby things doesn't make one person right or the other wrong. In fact, I think that if Amano ever talked to me, if we ever had a chance to meet in years past, now he's gone unfortunately, I bet you we'd agree on most everything about the hobby. Some of his early photos were of dirty, dark, blackwater habitats in the Amazon and elsewhere, which he just loved. And I think he'd be pretty pissed off at the way, you know, some people have turned his ideas into a sort of a cargo cult over the years. I really don't think that's what he wanted. And I know that I wouldn't want that. And I'm also pretty sure he'd be like, who the hell is Scott Fellman and what is this botanical style aquarium thing? Look, we're all into our own craft. We're pretty busy here too. Even being mentioned in the same context as the work he did is kind of an honor. But it's pretty absurd, as is thinking that our ideas are an anti-nature aquarium movement or something. Okay, I'm anti-dickhead, so if your work pisses off, you know, the idiots in any other hobby movement out there, so be it. <laughs> Yet the point of what we do here isn't to diminish the work of anyone else doing some other thing. Absolutely not. Yeah, Amano was one of the great innovators of the hobby. What he did was to provide a technique and a philosophy to embrace aspects of nature and natural processes in the aquarium and to express ourselves by using the materials that nature offers. In this case, it was aquatic plants, rocks, and wood, and it changed the aquarium world forever. Honestly, it's amazing. It was different. However, I'm willing to bet that Amano didn't want or even expect his ideas to be held in sort of a stasis and to be considered by the aquarium hobby as the only way to create a beautiful, functional interpretation of nature. I just don't. And I sure as hell don't think he wanted strange fanboy drones attacking everyone who expresses the desire to interpret nature differently. I really don't get what this guy meant by this particular attack. However, I'm grateful that it gave me the chance to clear up this unspoken weirdness and speak my piece once and for all. For those of you who are offended by the rebuttal, I'm kind of sorry. I'm merely trying to explain our point of view, and it may come across a bit harsh. We have to really think about why nature is so compelling what we need to use it as a why we need to use it as a muse even the names of these magical places draw us in the world's filled with exotic achingly beautiful aquatic environments stuff we can scarcely imagine but they're real and amazing just waiting for us as aquarists to learn more about them to study their unique characteristics and function and to appreciate their beauty and attempt to replicate aspects of them in the aquarium by making the effort to do this, we'll understand things about nature that we can never understand otherwise by simply replicating some other guy's aquarium again. So for heaven's sake, please try something different. Think outside the box. Look at a puddle, a ditch, water flowing through the gutter for that matter. Anything other than 
you know, something another hobbyist has done that conforms to some specific rules that somebody laid down and try to breathe a little bit. You'd be surprised what amazing stuff you can come up with when you look at nature without a filter or a bias. Yet here we go, year after year, arranging rocks in some specified pattern or throwing wood in our tanks to create some sort of artistic geometric harmony without ever thinking about the reasons why rocks, plants, and wood are in aquatic habitats in the first place and why they're distributed in ways that defy golden ratio and other human-created concepts, yet still look amazing. We don't think about nature as it really is. Not enough anyway, right? And sure, we can create another goddamn nature aquarium and vomit it up all over social media touting this is the only way to appreciate nature, like that fanboy zombie drone guy would want, right? We could do that. But guess what? That would be a direct affront to Mr. Romano and all he worked so hard to share with the hobby. Yeah, it would, fanboy. Or... We can step back. We can work backwards and look at nature, sort of like what Amano did, study it and interpret different parts of it and wonder how they could function in our aquariums, unafraid of what it might look like if we don't edit to conform with the expectations of the aquarium world. Yeah, we can be bold and simply do what moves us, not what gets us accolades from the cool kids. Fuck the cool kids. Who the hell are they to tell you how to do stuff? No one. Nature is the real inspiration and guide to everything. The answers we seek are out there, right in front of us. And those wild aquatic habitats, what do we gain by studying them and attempting to recreate them in a more functional, aesthetic way? We don't take them for granted before they disappear from the earth forever, for one thing. We'll be able to share their wonder with people who had never even heard of some of these places and environments. People who never saw the precious aquatic organisms which reside in them. We can reach people who've never even considered how they'll impact our planet when they're destroyed by man's encroachments. That's a good thing to do. And we at Tannen, I think we're fucking blowing it big time. I really do. I think that we need to do more. I know I need to do better. We're pushing the idea hard, just not hard enough or maybe with enough verve. We'll go harder. We're going to go deeper. We're going to go more literal into natural environments. There's something we can do a bit differently than we've been doing in the hobby. We can push the limits harder. We can push our skills further. We can question things. We can release ourselves of the bondage of the rules that they drew, drew together years ago. We can rethink stuff. We can share more unique interpretations of habitats, which, although teeming with life and tropical fishes, seem to have gone ignored uh, as we've rushed to replicate more, you know, aquarium-friendly ones, perhaps ones which are more relatable. Not sure. Yet there they sit, waiting for us to unlock their secrets. I've not been good enough at this. I'll do more. I realize I want to push way farther outside the boundaries of conventional aquarium work than I've done before. Because it might motivate some others. Maybe if I'm lucky, it might inspire others to push out farther into their own unique interpretations of the natural world's limitless aquatic niches. So yeah, I'm a bit f more free now. A bit lighter, having spoken to this strange thing that's been floating out there for a while. It's the kind of stuff that unleashes new ideas. It's the kind of motivation that pushes me to go further and hopefully does the same to you. That's what happens when others question our ideas, our inspirations, our motivations. It's what happens when we let nature really speak to us. And it's also what happens when fanboys attack. <laughs> so stay brave, stay inspired, stay curious, stay motivated, stay excited, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.